Hey guys, it's Caitlin of Fearfully Fierce, entrepreneur, teacher, special educator, and all-around giver of good vibes. We are going to jump into our review of the week today. It is from LuLaRoe Melanie Roy, and she says, Fierce, you are a rock star and so inspirational. Not only will your words help someone, but lots of someone's. Love you, proud of you, inspired by you. Teach me all the things. LuLaRoe, Melanie Roy. Melanie, I love you. Thank you for all of your support, your kind words, and leaving your review. I am inspired by you. I am proud of you. And I want you to teach me all the things. And friends, if you want your review to be read on the podcast, you got to go leave one. So head on over to iTunes, leave a review, leave your rating, and subscribe if you haven't. So today we are going to be doing another interview, and I am so excited for you guys to meet Molly. I actually have not had the pleasure of physically meeting before, and we are virtual friends, and she is a badass business owner. She has so much wisdom. She speaks so beautifully on the journey she has taken to get to this place, and I cannot wait to hear what she has to bring to us on the podcast today. So let's go do it. Welcome to the podcast world. Hello, hello. I'm so glad you're here. I'm here. I'm (laughs) sitting in my car so my dog doesn't bark and then you hear it. (laughs) You're so funny. Uh, hashtag dog mom probs. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you for thinking of us. If it was, it's okay, but this is perfect. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be, this is going to be a good episode. So for those who don't know you, give us a little background on, you know, who you are, what you do, kind of what your jam is. Okay. Uh, well, hello, friends. Uh, my name is Molly Trumpler. And I am a 31-year-old northern girl who found herself in the southern world. (laughs) Um, And I am just kind of a fresh start. Um, That's what I like to categorize myself as. I'm a dog mom. I'm a bartender. Um, by weekend and by weekday, I am a professional network marketer. And uh, really, what my mission in life for myself and for others is to um, mainly women, if I can be a little discriminatory for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I really just want to help women win. And I want them to realize that they are not stuck where they are because most of us tend to tend to think that and that um you know a lot of things are possible if you just put your positive pants on and you just do the damn thing uh so that's kind of what um I'm all about 
I love that. And it was so perfectly said too. So (laughs) now I know a little bit more about kind of your professional history. So kind of walk us through your experience in network marketing, because this isn't the first network marketing experience you've had, correct? Correct. Um, Excuse me. I've been in network marketing for about three and a half years now. Um, I started with a health and fitness company. And I actually did not start um, as a distributor. I started as a customer. Um, and I have to tell this story because it's really kind of funny how it all played, <laughs> it played out. So at the time, um, I was a corporate manager. Um, I was the training manager for a corporate restaurant. And when I started, started, I had been in it for about a year and a half and I had gained a lot of weight, (laughs) like a lot because I had just moved from New York to North Carolina, you know, started my life all over and I was working so freaking much. Um, We're talking like literally 65, 70 hours a week. And that was just inside the restaurant. So needless to say, I was eating like fast food for breakfast, lunch and dinner. (laughs) If I was even eating at all. So it was a really bad combination. And one night when I couldn't fall asleep, it was like three in the morning. I saw an infomercial for a workout program. And it was um, just like one of those moments. I was like, oh, my God, this is a sign. I need to get my butt in shape here because I can't do this. I gained about 25 pounds. And the next day when I got into work, I was telling my coworker about what I saw. And I was like, I have to do it. I have to do it. And he was like, okay, well, don't buy from the infomercial. My wife actually sells this product. So let me give you her phone number. I had never met his wife before. Um, and so he did. And I texted her. Um, she, we knew who he, who, each other was, but we had never physically met. I texted her and I bought the program through her, through her literally not even knowing what network marketing was. I was literally in the middle of network marketing. Her husband was like doing it for her <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know, you know, cause I was already going to buy it anyway. And, uh, that's just how it went. I met her. Um, I started, I lost, about 22 pounds and the rest is history. I fell in love with it. And, um, she asked me a simple question that literally changed my life. She texted me, um, because I was in one of her online challenge groups and I was like posting in it every day because I knew that's what was going to keep me accountable And she just texted me. She's like, have you ever thought about doing what I do? Because you've been in our challenge groups now for this long and you're incredible. And I said, no. I was like, I don't even know what you do. No, I haven't. And I said, no, thank you. I already work enough as it is. And her reply back to me, and I'll never forget this. She was like, girl, when I first started doing this, I had three jobs and um, was also babysitting at the time. So trust me, I know what busy is and you can totally do this. And I think you'd be amazing. I said no to her again and she kind of let it be. And about now that 
seed was planted in my head. And I was like, okay, I wonder what she really does. Because I'm friends with her on Facebook in her challenge group. Like she just seems like this incredible person. And so about a week, two weeks later, without asking anything, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I said, okay, girl, I'm in. What do I have to do? And that was it. And that's how it started. Like it, it was just one of those things where it was meant to be. And I was with the company for about two years, super thankful and super grateful for everything it had taught me. Um, I was actually able to quit my management position, which, um, you know, uh, it just wasn't for me and I hated my life. (laughs) (laughs) Truth be told. And I started working from home full time and I went back to bartending um, on the weekends because bartending is something that I genuinely enjoy. Um, I am not with that company anymore. Um, Health and fitness is not something that I am passionate about, though it has changed my life. And I did become very passionate about the network marketing industry and social media to be exact. So I moved on to a different company. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. I love that, you know, you talk about how much of an influence this company had for you, but how you recognized it wasn't for you, but that didn't change the fact that you understood the benefit of the industry itself, even though the company wasn't for you and that specific, you know, that route wasn't it, but the whole industry as a whole, it, it grabbed your attention and it made you realize that this was how you were going to get out of the life you didn't want to be in anymore. Exactly. Yes. Um, it, it just, it opened my eyes because it was, it was really fun. I loved meeting new people. I felt like I was actually making a difference um, and not just like slaving away for someone else's goals. But yeah, you know, um, there's so many different companies out there and you have to find the right one for you because while they're all the same, you know, at the end of the day, they're all very different too. And it's really important to find the right fit for you. And that's what I did. And I never looked back. Um, you know, and network marketing isn't for everybody. And that's one of the beauties about it. Uh, but it's definitely for me. <laughs> and I found that out the instant I started about three and a half years ago. I love that. And so I love too that it points to the fact that in whatever you're doing, just because you've done one thing doesn't mean that a different thing that's under the same umbrella won't be right. You know, like if you've tried one gym, but you didn't love it, you stopped going. It doesn't mean that all gyms are going to be bad or you shouldn't work out. It just means you haven't found the right thing. Maybe Pilates is your thing, maybe Zumba, but you just don't like going to the gym. Absolutely. Yep. So, okay. So you found this new company. That's where you are now. So kind of walk us through what was different about this company? What kind of has brought you to where you are today in the company? Sure. You know, um, I think the leadership that I found, um, was next to none. Um, it was just the people that I was surrounding myself with were on the same level as me, if that makes sense. Yep. You know, I have some very lofty goals for myself because 
I've seen the bottom (laughs) and I never want to be there again. And uh, these people are just the right type of people that I want to surround myself with that I think are um, truly, truly there for me and um, my goals and not just their own. So that was probably number one. Um, Number two was just this, the ease and the simpleness of the product and um, the ways to go about getting your name out there. Um, It wasn't as scary to me Um, because, you know, um, for me, I'm not in love with health and fitness. So sometimes I felt a little awkward. (laughs) Um, And with this, I do not feel that way. And I feel really comfortable. And I feel like I'm really just truly being me. And at the end of the day, as a network marketer, that is your ticket to the gold is just when you find yourself, and you're able to express yourself because everyone else can do what you do as a network marketer. It's, I mean, it's not easy by any means, but it is simple, but no one else can be you. And I finally felt like I wasn't trying to be somebody else. I think that's such a big thing that is important to know. It's, and I, I've listened to a lot of different interviews and podcasts and things and in kind of talking about time management, once you, you know, move up the ladder and, you know, you're doing all these things and you're not really knowing how to delegate and stuff. And it's like, you need to be doing the things that only you can do. The extra stuff, delegate that, Mm -hmm. you know, because only you can be giving the speeches. Only you can be, you know, putting your face out there. Only you can be, writing the things and you know but it's like nobody else can do that so you need to focus on doing the stuff that nobody else is going to be able to do but you absolutely so I've seen you you're you're one of the people that I love to kind of watch in their kind of just like development journey if you will and so because there's those are the people that I surround my world with because I think in the age we're in, especially with social media, it's so easy to get wrapped up in people and stories and stuff that just brings you down and you compare Mm -hmm. yourself to them and you just get in this like warp of, I don't even feel good anymore and I've lost an hour. And so Mm -hmm. I, I've really tried to surround my media with things that like lift me up that empower me that push me to be better and like the best version of myself and so I kind of want you to talk about how you've gotten there and kind of that like self-development journey Mm -hmm. because I think that's that's been a big journey for you correct oh yes (laughs) very big yes um it's hard girl it is so so hard and you're absolutely right like I am still in the development phase absolutely I will never claim to be perfect or you know sitting here right now in my car (laughs) (laughs) like I'm not this perfect human who never has problems who never gets mad at themselves who never compares themselves to somebody else I mean that's always there um but 
the one word that stuck out to me um, through through some chats with some friends and a few books is is the word discipline. And now I never used that word before until maybe about a year ago. I always used the M word, <laughs> motivation. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And now motivation, and I know there are a lot of people that disagree with me, and that's totally fine, but I think that even further proves my point that motivation is so subjective. It, it, it's fleeting. It's here one minute. It's gone the next. You might be motivated to do different things one minute, and then all of a sudden the next day you're motivated to do something completely different the next day. And I just, up until about a year ago, I was using motivation as both my inspiration and like my downfall. <laughs> if I don't know if that really makes sense. Nope, but, it does. Um, and then, and then what I learned is that it's not motivation that's going to get you anywhere in life. It's discipline. And the difference between the two is that discipline is physical and com concrete. It is physically something that you have to do and practice daily. And the more you are disciplined, the more you show up to whatever it is you need to show up to, whatever it is that you're trying to change or fix or be better at or whatever, the more you tell yourself to just freaking do it to show up daily, all of a sudden you're going to start noticing a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, a month, a year, all of a sudden you're motivated to do it <laughs> because you have the discipline in your head that you know you have to do it regardless of how you're feeling. And people in motion stay in motion and they become more excited to be in motion because they start seeing the effects. So discipline is my big, hairy, scary word <laughs> that I tell everybody. And it's hard because how do you teach yourself to be disciplined? There's not really a right answer to it. But there are certain tactics that I've used. Um, for example, I'm such like a Facebook scroller and like a Netflix binger. So I reward myself. I... Um, I am literally like a mommy to me. <laughs> like I'm my own five-year-old baby. You know, I, I do the things that I need to do and I reward myself with, I'm totally going to out myself here. I'm watching the vampire diaries. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So why not reward yourself and be proud of yourself for getting two hours worth of work done and being laser focused and give yourself one episode and that can be your lunch break. And then you go back to work afterwards or maybe you know it's super nice here in Charlotte so I'm gonna reward myself with like an hour by the pool um and that's a really good tactic for me personally I love that and so we kind of segued into a little bit now you work your business during the weeks and then you bartend on the weekends I do so for those not in network marketing Mm -hmm. It might walk us through kind of like your business day, because I think it's kind of hard to comprehend sometimes what it is we actually do when we're quote sure. unquote working. 
And sure. I think it's it's good to get a little bit of an inside look. So I'd love to see what that looks like. Oh, for sure. Like like I said, when I um messaged my girlfriend and was like, Okay, I'm in, like I didn't girl, I didn't right. have the slightest idea. But I just was like, Okay, this is cool, I'm doing it. Um so of course for those who have never been in network marketing before um, one thing I want to stress is that every company has their own set of training tools. So um, it's not like you all of a sudden go into this job and you're just expected to know how to do everything. Like that's not real life. No job ever would do that. And network marketing isn't any different. So of course um, you're going to be set up with fabulous training by uh whoever you joined with and the company. But um, besides that, um, what I personally do, um, I have a few key key things that are non-negotiable. I call them my IPAs, um, not beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my income producing activities. Those are the things that you have to do during your work hours. Um, so for me, my non-negotiables, my IPAs are meeting new friends. And I mean, how fun is that? Seriously. <laughs> I love meeting new friends. Um, I am an introvert at heart, so I don't necessarily love going out to like places and being social because I have anxiety when it comes to that. But meeting people over the internet is actually really fun because you're stepping outside of your 20-mile bubble. And there's so many other cool people out there that you may have never met before. So that's one of them is meeting new people. Um, another one is physically, you know, um, having conversations with people about my product or what it is that I do. That's kind of the scary part. That's yep. where people really start to um, step back and stay in their comfort zone. And there's so many different ways to do it. And everybody is different. Um, everybody has their own ways. But once you find that sweet spot, it's it's really easy. It's not scary. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you're not going to get anywhere if people don't know about your company or your fabulous products. So you have to do that. And um, if I could just give one bit of advice with that, I know that's not really what you asked. Give the advice, all the advice. <laughs> you have to keep emotions like locked up in your closet, never to be seen again. Because yes. people are going to say, no, thank you. Or maybe they won't respond to you. And you can't let that get to you. Because for every person that says, no, thank you, or they don't respond, there's going to be someone that's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. So, um, you can't let that one person who says no, like ruin your entire day. And that's just my end rant. Um, (laughs) that's my end rant. Um, uh, another income producing activity for me is being present on social media. I told you, I love social media. Facebook is my jam. I freaking love it. (laughs) I'm starting to love Instagram. I'll be completely honest. Like some people are just girl so Instagram savvy and that's seriously, not me, but I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It is. And when I say be a presence on social media, um, I don't mean like spamming links and prices. 
So let's not get that twisted. <laughs> no, it's so I'm gross. It just being makes yourself. me. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and you know what? There's a, there's a lot of other things that I do. Um, I try to do some sort of training every day, even if it's only for like five to 10 minutes or reading something that's going to help me and something that I'm struggling with. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, there's a lot more I could go into, but those are, those are the main things. And honestly, they really don't take up too much time. You can do them in little bursts bursts of time, you know, 15 minutes here, do what you got to do, come back, do another 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, those, that's, that's the main Yep, those, those are the non-negotiables yeah. that make up the bulk of the work hours. So I want to definitely just briefly touch on that little quote-unquote rant and just like <laughs> I wish I could give you like all the preach emojis because it is one so, thing, I rant. I yes, <laughs> and sorry. it's something I think, I think it's important to note that it's not something that's easy. And it's one of those things that does need to become a discipline, in my opinion. For because sure. it's easy to get wrapped up in what people are going to say, what they're going to think, like how that is going to affect me. And mm-hmm. once you kind of let that go and like little by little, like conversation by conversation, come away from that and relationship the better it's going to be and the further you're going to go in your business because you're not attached to what it is that they say to you right it's just I am sharing with you what I have to offer and that's where it ends you know if it goes further awesome if it doesn't okay and I think it's also important to say you said no twice and here you are. So yeah. Oh, absolutely. Those mm-hmm. knows those I'm not interested. Those like you're crazy. Like I never do this X, Y, and Z, like throw it back in your face. It could come back around and the way that you handle it and receive it and internalize it. It's either you're going to let it roll off and then you'll see what happens next or you'll let it defeat you and bring you down and then you won't be able to kind of reap those benefits regardless of what they are. For sure. And I mean, case in point, I mean, uh, what she is a prime example of that. Uh, you know, I, I said no and I said no again and, (laughs) and she, it, she, I want to make a distinction when we say leave the emotions out the door That's not to say that you shouldn't be a caring person and be some, all of a sudden, this maniac, like, (laughs) rude human. (laughs) Yep. Um, But, like, she just continued to be herself and talk with me like we would have anyway. Um, And she knew that that seed had been planted and she let it marinate. (laughs) <laughs> and yep. it did and it marinated she didn't come back to me like did you change your mind did you change your mind no she didn't do that like she wasn't bugging me by any means but she kept she kept doing her IPAs with or without me yeah because my answer didn't affect her business and I kept seeing her post on social media 
you know, and that's why, that's why I say that's so important in network marketing. And I was following her. I was following her and it, it, it worked for me. And I just want to say if she hadn't have left the emotions out the door, if she had continued to like bug me or if she had, um, stopped talking to me period after I said no, maybe like defriended me. Oh my gosh. I would not have become a who I am right now sitting in the car, (laughs) but also for her business, I would not have helped her reach her goals as well, because we know that we all are a team and work together and someone who had never been in network marketing before didn't even know what it was, hit a very substantial promotion a year later which was an extreme paycheck for me, but for her, because I did that, she got a bonus as well because she taught me to do right. that. And she also got a very nice paycheck for that too. So imagine what would have happened if she hadn't done things the right way and she hadn't had that training in the back of her mind. You know what I mean? Preach, girl. Yes. Uh, yes. This is just fires me up because it's just when when you understand how to do it right, like so much can change for your life. Mm-hmm. So I want to segue a little bit into I, I talked about this a little bit a little while ago on I think it was either a podcast or a, I don't know. There's so many wheels turning. I don't know where <laughs> I was talking about it, but somewhere I was talking it's about out there. <laughs> my love language. And so one of my yeah. love languages is gifts. I, I love love like to get things. Mm-hmm. And I used to think that it made me materialistic. But honestly, it's just I like to be appreciated for the things that I'm doing in the way of gifts. Whether they're big, small, sure. in between, whatever. That's what I like. So I like to hear kind of A if that's something that speaks to you as well and be kind of some of the gifts and the appreciation and the gratitude that you have gotten for the work that you've done in your business from the company. Yeah. Um, I'm totally the same way. Um, I love all the love languages, but I'm 100% like right on with you for me. Um, it's not necessarily the gifts, part about it but it's the recognition yes it's I want (laughs) um, because I I work hard and I'm proud of the fact that I work hard and oftentimes in the corporate world uh, people don't really care (laughs) and I lived my entire life in the corporate world not even just management but even as an employee and things like that and it really starts to wear on your soul when you work so hard day in and day out and no one says thank you. No one appreciates you. You don't feel like what you're doing is being noticed. So for me, it's the recognition. And I love it when people will just even even if they just send me a message and say, hey, congratulations on X, Y, Z. Or um, just uh, someone... Uh, reached out to me the other day. It has nothing to do with business, um, but they thanked me for 
being so open on social media because they are going through something very similar and it made them feel good to know that they were not alone. Now that appreciation is just what like gets into my inner soul so hard. Um, So I love that about network marketing because when you stand in the middle of a room with However, one, two, five, a thousand network marketers, you're going to be surrounded by the most appreciative people you will ever have met because they're all working just as hard as you are and they know that it's not easy. So you better be damn sure that when they (laughs) see something in you, they're going to tell you. And I love that. I love, 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 love that so much. I just want to be recognized and just people to appreciate what I do behind the scenes because it's hard. It is. And I think too, like on the reverse side, the fact that we are appreciated and that we are recognized by so many different people for what we do, we then put that back out into the world. And it's just kind of like a cycle of just love. (laughs) Yes. My personal mentor, um, love her to pieces. So, because I had previous network marketing experience, um, I ha- in my new company, I was able to reach uh, the top of the pay plan very quickly um, because I had that background knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, and she, she blasted me on Facebook <laughs> like for the world to see, and it was so nice. It made me cry. She sent me, um, like, I mean, it was like a box like the size of my body (laughs) no no not really um but it was a big box and she sent me um just the sweetest gifts and the nicest note and she didn't have to do that she did not have to do that at all and I would have been fine because I was proud of myself but I mean it's nice what what who does what in what other job have I ever had that anybody's done that for me exactly you know what I mean when you were managing that restaurant and working those oh, 70 hours no. a week, did he drop off a box at your doorstep? Oh, Probably not. Heck no. You know what? As a matter of fact, <laughs> let me tell you what happened. When it came time for my pay raise, they, I got the bare minimum, and I was told I didn't work hard enough. Oh. <laughs> and I cried because that's a long story, but I'll, I worked very hard. <laughs> Seriously. And it's nice to have somebody even just say that to you, like, hey, mm-hmm. I see you working hard. Good job. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So we always end the podcast with five questions that okay. I just like to know about the other girl bosses out in the world. Heck yeah. Okay. So if you could I'm meet. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> if you could meet one person, who would it be and what would you say? Oh, God, if I could meet one person. Oh, my God, everyone's going to make fun of me for this. (laughs) Okay, so um, I don't know what your other uh, podcastees have said, and I probably am guessing they are way more profound than I am. But um, if I could meet one person, uh, (laughs) can I pick two? Sure, you can pick two. They're like one in the same. Um, I would pick, oh my God, you're going to laugh. I would pick Britney Spears and Lady Gaga. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what would you say? Because they are fierce females 
who, in my opinion, um, are regardless, I know some things have happened, but regardless, I think they're really good role models for, um, ladies and young women, um, in comparison to many who are in the spotlight. (laughs) Um, and they're just so fabulous. Um, I don't know what I would say to them. I probably wouldn't have words. I'd probably, <laughs> probably just break down and cry and just want them to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> just get lots of love. <laughs> yes. Um, like, so um, I went to, I, got, I was surprised with tickets to the Britney Spears Vegas show uh, last year. And I literally cried. I was, I didn't meet her, but I was in like the fifth ish row and I cried. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I remember but, seeing that on, on your Facebook and I was just like, I just feel her like love right now. But yeah, I don't think there would be any words to speak. I wouldn't have any. There wouldn't need to be words. <laughs> okay. What time do you go to bed? All right. Um, well, it depends. Some days I go to bed at like eight 30. Some days I don't go to bed at all. Um, <laughs> It really depends. Um, during the week, I, I go to bed pretty early. But on the weekends, I'm just like, I get home from my shift at night. And my brain and my body is still just like going, going, going. So it's really hard for me to fall asleep. Um, so anywhere between <laughs> 8.30 like a grandma and 4 a.m. like a party rock star. <laughs> not really partying. <laughs> I love it. Okay. What's your favorite food? favorite food tacos and pizza yes. my dog has a pizza collar <laughs> <laughs> that is true and um i've already decided my next dog his name is going to be taco oh my gosh i and it will be a boy <laughs> <laughs> and my grandmother's lasagna uh rest in peace she had the best lasagna in the world oh i love that okay <laughs> if you had a hundred dollars to go shopping right now where would you go and what would you buy? Marshalls yes. because I'm in the process of moving and they have like the best little home good knickknack everythings that you could ever want. The best. I'm looking at a picture <laughs> from Marshalls right now in my living room. Really? It's the best. I might even go swing by there after <laughs> this. <laughs> well, you're in the car. You might as well. I might as well. <laughs> okay. And finally. What is something that you have done where you felt fearfully fierce? Fearfully fierce. Um, Okay. Um, That's probably going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, for those of you who do follow my story, um, I have gone through some pretty hard times um, when... I um, quit my management job. I felt really fearfully fierce. Um, And that was just like the, the world started over for me. And I felt like I had literally just ripped the chains that were like suffocating me and drowning me. And I, I, can't think of a better feeling than being able to say that I single-handedly created a better life for myself. And it started with walking into the office and telling my boss that I quit. (laughs) 
I love that. That is 100% exactly what I wanted this podcast, Fearfully Fierce, to embody. Those moments that you just got up the courage, you were afraid doing it, but you said, no. (laughs) You know, you took your life into your own hands and you said, I want more than this right now. And you just took it for yourself. Yes. Uh, Well, this has been incredible. So tell my podcasters how they can find you, follow you, love you. Oh my, okay. Um, well, as I said, I love, love, love Facebook, and I'm always happy to have new friends. Uh, Molly Trumpler, that's, I'm just me on Facebook. <laughs> that's just me. I don't, I don't have, like, any special name. Um, but I do run, I just started it, I do run the page, if you want to go ahead and like and follow that, um, for more, um, business, fashion, um, all things girly related, um, that is called the professional sipper uh, because, Caitlin, you do know I love my wine. I sure do, girl. <laughs> and you can be professional doing both. Um, so Molly Trumpler or the professional sipper. Um, that's Facebook. I'm Molly.Trumpler on Instagram. Um, and I'm on Snapchat and all that, but all of that is on those pages to find me. So I won't go into detail about that. But it's just me, plain and simple. That's how you find me. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for oh, thank you, taking the time oh my that you brought literally so much insight, so much wisdom. I know everybody is going to just love this. They're going to love how open and real and you just put your heart out there and you just you want to make the world a better place one woman at a time. I do. I do. Thank you for having me so much. I was honestly like, I could just be like, Kaylin, why don't we not just um, <laughs> record this all day long? Because this, I love talking about this stuff. It's, it's awesome. And it needs to be shared. It needs to be talked about. And I thought there was no one else better to talk about with, it, with you today. Well, thank you. You are quite fabulous yourself. Oh, so. Thank you. And truth be told, everybody needs to know that you and me uh, are a product of one of our IPAs of meeting, making new friends. We've never met each other before. It's a fact. But we're like BFFs. You know, guys, so get on Facebook, <laughs> come hang out with us, and don't be afraid to just click the add button and say, hey, let's just be friends. <laughs> because you look freaking cool. Exactly. Done. <laughs> Done. Cool. All right, girl, I will let you go pra- prance around Marshalls, find some cool stuff. And I'll see you on the Facebook. Okay, I'll see you on. You guys, Molly just set me on fire. I love getting to talk to her. I love that you guys got to hear from her. I told you she was the best. She's so real. She's so open. She's so honest. And she has such a passion for what she does and helping women and helping us realize that we are made to do more than just be miserable. And as blunt as that is, it's a fact. And you got to put yourself out there in any way, shape, or form because that is how you're going to change your life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, 
please head on over to iTunes, write a review so that other women can listen to this and find it and get this inspiration to make that change, to start the thing, to go out there and just do something for yourself that makes you feel like yourself. Guys, I will see you next week.